What's up, y'all? All right. So listen, we have a new opportunity so you can be loyal increasingly <laughs> to the Corner Store Podcast. Uh, we have a Patreon account. Talk about David. Where can people find us on Patreon? Patreon.com slash Corner Store underscore pod. And this is a way where you can support us each and every week. Uh, there are, you know, very... Uh, affordable ways to support the corner store. It gives you a multitude of options. You could support the snacks, uh, stop Max from coming out of his pocket every week uh, to you know feed people in the corner store. And you could also be a part of a live studio broadcast if you wish. There's a lot of things in that Patreon account. Uh, Tar, where can people find that one more time? <laughs> Patreon.com slash corner store underscore pod. Y'all, please consider becoming a Patreon a patron of the corner store. Uh, thank you for your support. Karma, hi, Dave. Hey, Kevin. It's, we've already been on one. I know, but we already like had a really intense discussion about Game of Thrones. I know. No spoilers. No, not at all. Also, I don't tweet about it because everyone else does, you know? I know. I find that aspect of Twitter. Actually, you are the most surprising Game of Thrones watcher. Yeah? Yes, because I don't think you watch TV. I'm surprised by myself actually oh cool okay yeah um have you had a good good week yeah it's been yeah. decent what's uh what's new with the with the writings nothing nothing mm. not really okay not the moment what about you uh you know always always doing it yeah yeah same um, shit different day yeah which is great kind of <laughs> um we have we have great guests in the building Indeed. a duo a team a squad yes uh <laughs> i feel like they are you know, I feel like they, you know, delight in, of course, the visual space, but maybe via graphics, um, graphic design. I think people who really consider the line, um, people who also bring, I think, like really, you know, fun minutia of the everyday into their art practice. Um, but we have Jeremy and Farah in the corner store. Y'all, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Um, before we begin and get uh, into who you are. Mm -hmm. uh, Max, the snack tour, has secured some snacks for you guys. Um, they include, in no particular order, and these are for y'all to share, uh, these are some Starburst gummies. They're shareable size, okay. but they're new and... They, they say new and original on a package. <laughs> I'm confused. Um, also, uh, Max got you some smart food white cheddar cheese oh, popcorn. Oh, those are good. You like those? Yeah, okay. Those are good. Good. Sure. Good. Yeah. Please feel free to mm. crunch to open bags. Um, we do have cups, and uh, Max also got you one Go Smart 100% Natural Single Source Coconut Water. <laughs> oh, this is wow. like single really source. Curated. Nice. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Do you feel seen just, as yeah. a I just consumer? How the gummies are good. How Max stalks people enough to like know. I think Max is in people's garbage. I think that's the last I heard. He's just like rifling through and be like, oh, huh? And then yeah. he goes home and makes art out of it. <laughs> yeah. Found art. And, yeah. And then keeps a big list. He's for nodding. Her. So, you know. <laughs> no, he, look, it's a thorough process is what I'm trying to tell you. To secure the snacks, yeah, they're good. Max the Snack Tour goes right. to great lengths. I mean, you have to do a lot to get that title, you know, so clearly he's earned it. You feel me? Yeah. Um, but y'all, welcome. And uh, please you. enjoy Thank the snacks. You. Um Let's let's get it out of the way, uh, Jeremy and Farah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's what are you getting yeah. out of the way? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because a lot of times we'll interview the the we'll interview individual artists, right? Um, but you guys have the the and and the and True. not the ampersand in between. Oh wait, 
No, I think it's it's the plus. It's the plus. Ooh, Jeremy. I like that. You can't yeah, have uh, on, on Instagram. You can't have a plus sign as a handle, so we had to put the and. Okay. Uh, but you, you say it, Jeremy and Farrah. You don't say plus. Jeremy yeah. plus Farrah. But right. you just. It's a little more. But visually. it's it's a stylistic yeah. choice. I see. Yeah. So Jeremy and Farrah. Yeah. Plus Farrah. <laughs> okay, plus sign Farrah. Plus <laughs> How did y'all meet? I went to school with her brother. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Okay. And then one day, he's a photographer and a designer. What so, school? Uh, I finished my last two years of school at Columbia, mm-hmm. down the street from here. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we were both designers, and uh, I was painting a mural in my back porch. And he came to document it, and we went to Home Depot to get some supplies. And then since he had a car, I happened to get a plant, a big plant. And he told me all about his sister that did artwork with plants. And I just planted the seed. I didn't. I didn't really connect with her until maybe two years later. Yeah, and like I knew about Jeremy because like my brother Jason was like, oh, like you know, I met this other artist and he's from Spain because my family's from Romania, and so he's like, oh, you know, like we have a lot of similarities. And I was like, okay, cool. I don't care. But I don't think he was doing it for any reason. He was just like, just so you know, I met this Spanish artist. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I'm going to leave yeah. it there. Yes, and I was like, okay, cool. Was he also planting the seed? No, like he, I think he genuinely just like was excited that he met this guy from Spain and he liked him as a friend. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea because like, yeah. Well, your brother's really nice too. Yeah, he's really nice. But like when he found out later, like I obviously told him because I'm really close with my family. But Jason was, like, wondering, like, is Jeremy ever going to tell me that he likes you? <laughs> so it was, like, this weird, like, situation. Yeah. So you guys started to hang out two years after that? or yeah. yeah. So it's that weird thing where, like, Instagram was starting. I didn't have a smartphone for most of college, and then I finally got one. And then I took Instagram too serious for that thing where you, like, <laughs> don't want to have too many followers. Like, you don't want to have more than 200 people that you follow and you know, like that weird ratio that you want to keep. And then, so I, I saw that she followed me, but I never looked. And then two years later, I looked. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I was like, yeah, I was have to reach out to her. Because I was like on vacation. I had like a tan. It was like the she perfect was out of Miami with all the yeah, friends. I was in Miami. And I just had a feeling, which is the weird, like I told my girlfriends, like I'm like, hey, I have a feeling that this guy is going to reach out to me. And like, Two days later, he did. And, and it was Jeremy. You thought it was Jeremy or just a random dude? No, I knew out? it was Jeremy. Okay, I showed yeah, them. Yeah. I'm like, what do you guys think? And they're like, he didn't even reach out to you. And I'm like, I just have a feeling he is. Like, he is. And then he did. It was so bizarre. Uh-huh. That's strange. It was a bizarre thing. Yeah. That's like kismet. Yeah, I just knew it. Yeah. I, I, I believe in women's intuition. You know yeah. I mean? like, we know everything. Right. They, I agree. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> are you looking at me for? I already know what you're going to ask next. Oh, so don't wait. even do it. Maybe you're a medium. I don't know what you're going to ask. Damn, I'm excited. What am I going to ask next? Maybe you should do the interview. I can't say. <laughs> it's another one of my things. Okay, that's fair. So that's that, that, that's pretty cool. That's incredible, right? Um, were you guys fans of, of each other's work, I guess, first? Is that? No, I no. wasn't. Okay. I, well... <laughs> okay yeah. well i yeah so the thing was Barrett like Jer- jeremy <laughs> jeremy is like really he was really good at drawing and i really liked conceptual work so 
I was like, okay, cool. These are great drawings, but I just like want to know what they're about. <laughs> and so like, I remember the first time we ever hung out, like I asked him like, why are you drawing these things? Like there has to be a reason why you're drawing these things. And I think Jeremy was still trying to figure it out. So because he wasn't like, he was still trying to get there. I got annoyed and I'm like, what? <laughs> so I told him like, I hate drawing because On I don't. first date. Yeah, I did. I'm like, first of all, I hate drawing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't, I, well, it's not that I hate drawing. I just don't agree with, like, teaching drawing because I think that, especially as a teacher, kids just, they get so consumed by it, and it's like... By representing the exact thing or, like, yeah. the correct form of drawing. It becomes kind of mimeographed or copied. Or yeah, and I don't really think it's, like, really applicable entirely, if that makes sense, like... Are you I talking just about, think, like, real-world experience, rather? Yeah, like, that's not what really art is. Like, art is, like, an idea. Or, like, it discourages a lot of people once you can't progress or get to a certain level. Like, you know, like, oh, I can't draw. Because, like, you right. can't portray something realistically. Well, I'm sure you get the same thing with writing. It's, like, kids just get, like, discouraged. So I guess, like, I always felt that way. So then when I saw that Jeremy, like, that was one of his main things, drawing, I was like, well, just so you know, I hate drawing. And also, like, what are your drawings about? <laughs> it was a really weird so first date. You were putting like, on the moves, is what you're trying to right. say. No, that was just me. Yeah, that was just me, and so I was just like, okay, like. I was so up. thrown off that I wanted more. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't know how. I, I don't know how. I, where I was going, so I was like, I gotta keep figuring it out. <laughs> Wait, so what were you drawing? <laughs> okay, so I was drawing like these like murals of random objects that you know, like, would represent things in my life or in, if I did it for someone that would represent their life or things like that, so... Well, you have a tattoo yeah. of some of them. Not really. Oh, you don't? Mm-mm. <laughs> Never mind. I guess I don't know my husband. Yeah, listen. He doesn't have a tattoo of it. <laughs> <laughs> the point is... Well, I do have... I have a symbology of it, but, like... Or, like, symbols, but not necessarily, like... Like The full-on, right. like, walls that I would do. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad we cleared you, that up. What were you making? You said you were oh, interested in plants. I was a printmaker, and I did a lot of, like, so, well, there was, like, one summer where I was, like, you know, I'm just going to start gardening. Everyone thought it was funny. I don't know why, because it wasn't funny. So I really started gardening, and I went out and bought some, like, sunflower seeds. They were huge. They were, like, three times the size of me, and I was, like, this is crazy. Like, how does this even happen? So I got so, I guess, like, obsessed with this idea of like these little seeds like create these huge things and I'm like whoa this is sort of metaphoric and then so I started making artwork using different elements so I would take like corn husks and then I would make like collagraphs are you guys familiar with collagraphs Mm -mm. so you like glue them down on a wood on a wood or like a thick like board and then you put gel medium on that so that it creates sort of like a (coughs) like a barrier and then you put ink on it and then you put it under a press so there were like these really pretty like rich lines and then i would then screen print on top like the shape of a seed and then i would cut them out and they looked like real seeds because the lines from the corn husks made that like texture Wow! and then i would cut out all the seeds and then i would like sew them all together and make like huge like piles and then i would do installations they look like quilts or like blankets yeah but they were out of paper. of paper And then I would do installations of, like, an actual, like, garden. But then I wasn't – I wasn't doing anything to keep it alive because the whole idea was, like, 
I think like even in life, like you can you can work so hard at some things, but it's like sometimes the things just die on you. Like it's out of your control. Hmm. So your concept was death, like uh, yeah, like growth, growth and, and decay, decay, and like life and death of just like different things in your life. It was pretty cool. It was like a it was definitely like a good season, and I think it like lended itself to what we started creating together. Well, it sounds beautiful. I, I guess I want to talk about what and how you began to merge your artistic practices together. That can't be a natural thing to do. No. Collaborating with a person. We actually wanted to keep it separate. Okay, and then yeah. what happened? Well, we said, like, when we realized, like, okay, like, this is actually getting serious, we were like, hey, let's just, like, never mix our artwork because, like... I have my own thing going and you have your own thing going. And then also, like, we were still dating at the time. So it's like, why would we get so invested together if, like, we really don't know what's going to happen in the future? And then what would happen if, like, we split up? And it was like, it's just a really personal thing, you know? Um, Yeah, both the artwork and the intimacy of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the desire to keep that separate, I guess, it gives you your own sanctity of that space. but it only lasted like a week. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, like he knows graphic design and I don't. Like I could actually like use this guy for a couple things. I'll marry him. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fool him. <laughs> it worked. It worked. <laughs> um, how, how long did you date for before you guys uh, found that moment where you wanted to collaborate in that way? Or how long did it take you all to get married or what came first, I guess? We started working together probably like... A few months into dating, we started like testing, testing my drawings, and then like overlapping and print, screen printing them over her textural patterns, and just playing with those and see how they would work together. And then from that kept evolving. But then we dated for about ten months before we got married. We celebrated a year after we got married. Yeah, like of after our honeymoon, wow. we like. Went out and celebrated one year of knowing each other. That's crazy. which is like crazy, and we don't like recommend yeah, it for everyone, but it worked out for yeah. us. Yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, this three summer years is ago, it'll be three years. Yeah, this August is three years. Yeah, of, of being uh, married. Yeah, right. Okay, but we've known each other, four. I guess, for four. Yeah, nice. Well, so let's talk about the work. Of course, right now on view, you guys have a show up at Young Chicago Authors, a really mm-hmm. brilliant, beautiful gallery show. Um, at, we were talking beforehand, but all the folks at YCA uh, really think it's like the most beautiful the space has been. It's a relatively new gallery space for us. We, we mm-hmm. took over the first floor of that building, you know, only a few months ago, really. And, and you guys really have made it a welcoming, warm environment. Um, they did a mural, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah I haven't seen it in person, but I've seen it. It looks dope yeah. from the pictures. No, it's really, really fire. Thank but, you. but so when when you guys are, are working together and in this show now, like what 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 can people like? What do you want people to be seeing? Well, the whole body. the The title is called Forms of Rest, and um, well, just to give a little background, we're both full time. We work full time. We both have like really demanding jobs. Uh, I'm a graphic designer at an agency. Fair is a CPS art teacher, and art teachers are underestimated in the hours that they put in, or CPS teachers in general. Um, but yeah, we both put in a lot of hours, and then on top of that, we do the practice. So I think it celebrates this idea of balance of work, play, and rest. But we we realize a lot of time hustle is celebrated, but rest isn't. And it's such a strong component of being able to be productive. So we, we, 
even us, we had to figure out a way of like keeping a healthy balance, both in relationship and in work and in home. So like finding those ways of keeping that balance is kind of the thinking behind the, the work. Damn, that's beautiful. Speaking yeah, my whole life, is. really. I feel like I know. I was about to say, Kevin, you're living better. <laughs> I know. I'm like, please say more. <laughs> how, how, how do well? So, all right. So, you both have demanding jobs. Um, we were talking a little about about being an art teacher and then mm-hmm. practicing art, but also you're making art during the day, Jeremy, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, and then also, so in, uh, how do you, how do you balance that time? And what time do you dedicate to to the studio pro- practice? We don't really have a set time for studio so we had a studio in our house for the last year and a half we had a we have one of those chicago apartments that has a dining room and a living room so we took one of the sides and made it a full-on studio screen printing studio we built our own exposure unit and then washed the the screens in the bathtub and all that jazz and then we had the the dining table and the and the couch in the other room um but pretty much it goes by a project. Um, I think also, like, when you're working with someone else and, like, we're married. So it's not like it's not like a friend where I can be like, hey, like, I'm just exhausted. And for them to be like, oh, I understand. Because, like, we're more likely to push each other and not, I guess, sort of not take the other person's feelings into consideration. Not on purpose. It just sort of happens. So I think we had to learn where it's like, okay, if you aren't in the right space to be making work, it's okay. I'm going to make some on my own, and then we'll circle back. Or sometimes we've made decisions. Like, well, when when we were on vacation, we were in Europe, and Jeremy was bringing up artwork, and I literally was like, stop, stop, because I really Not needed... Resting. Yeah, and another thing is Jeremy feels rested by creating artwork and i don't always that's awesome that means you never stop (laughs) no he doesn't ever stop and so that's why to me it's like (laughs) we had to sort of learn from each other where it's like i don't feel rested i feel like i'm giving more of myself and then i won't i won't be effective tomorrow at work and i i personally feel like once i started teaching i didn't know i would become like this but once i started teaching i felt like that was like my ultimate calling so for me, a lot of the artwork that I'm creating is like the curriculum and making sure my students are like nurtured and creating their artwork. And we still make artwork together, but it took sort of we had like this weird moment where I was a little disappointed in myself because I felt like like what is happening? Like I feel like I want I'm thinking about the kids and what I want to do for the kids more than creating my own artwork. So I feel like we've. But you also bring in a lot of, like, you give the kids opportunities, like, um, so we were mentioning she teaches in Bridgeport, and there's a gallery there, the Co-Prosperity Sphere. They've been super nice. They've given the school two years or two shows every year or one per year um, and things like that. And then Design Museum, Design Museum of Chicago had them last year. Yeah. Um, So, like, you're giving them real life experiences, too, not just... Yeah, and I, and I do also feel like some of that, some of their work came into our work, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Of course, Is, yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to ask, where the basketball imagery came from. I mean, it really reminds me of still art, or, but like contemporary, you know? Mm-hmm. 
speaks to like i don't know the sort of things like me and kevin are into yeah mm-hmm. yeah youth so, culture our work is very circular it takes on a lot of the influence of previous bodies of work or like seasons but the basketball comes from looking at the objects from a structural or like shape standpoint so like the brick the cinder block is our foundation or like our go-to and so are the plants like those are like you've they've always sort of been there subtly in all of our bodies of work so i would say like that's the main chunk of our work but then so if you look at the cinder block there's like it's a rectangle and then there's like a square inside and then there's another square and then the the pots of the plants are kind of like this weird other shape and then the plants are kind of like triangles in a way organic shapes and then the basketball completes the the shape spectrum bringing in the circle i also played basketball in high school so it's like a reference to my youth i've been trying to get a little healthier and nice are you are you are you nice huh are you nice with basketball are you good i'm 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 okay okay i gotta catch up okay (laughs) i was pretty good i wasn't the best yeah yeah but uh because you're from spain Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. I, I played. I played overseas, and the best guy on our team was from Majorca. He was like a oh, two wow. guard from Majorca, and uh, he he said that like Spanish ball, and you could tell because he had like for real for real skills. Mm-hmm. Um, he said Spanish ball was like, it's very technical. Yes, here is very physical. Yeah, and I had to learn that the hard way. Right. When I came here. Right, that makes sense. So at this point, at this point, when you guys are, are creating work, is are both your hands touching every piece of work at, at this point and I, I guess that's my mm-hmm. a question and how do you know when you're done mm, well jeremy's never done <laughs> 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 i'm the one that's like no it's done like i think it's fine like we need to move on but he's a lot more well not that he's never done he just has jeremy's the type of person that like if you want to get ideas for something like let's say you have a project and you want to bounce ideas off Jeremy. He won't get sleep that night because he's like still generating ideas. He really will just not get sleep. And so a lot of times, like even with this show, there was a time where I had to say like, let's just stick to what we first said. And then when we get there and we have extra time, we'll add on the other hundred things you just mentioned to me. We pretty much said about 75% of the ideas we actually wanted to do. Or I wanted yeah. to. Yeah. And we don't we don't necessarily touch every piece, both of us. Um, for this show, I would say we did because there was mm-hmm. a layer that I did in the background um, of every piece. We try. Well, we're both part of the thinking process. Like yeah. I said in the beginning, like I'm very conceptual. So I like I like to know everything. And I I think we're both part of that process. Um, a lot of the drawing is Jeremy. Um, a lot of the painting is me and the screen printing, and then we oh, also we don't, we don't like seeing it separate. It's more like a design agency. Like when you see a, a say like a Nike ad, you don't say, "Oh, I did the I don't know I, I curated the shoe laces on there, and I did the mm-hmm. lighting on that photo." Like, you no, know, I I took that photo with my team. You know, so it's like we come up with ideas together, we bounce ideas, and then we just play off of the strengths of each other. So like. You know, like, she's really good at screen printing. I'm really good at drawing. We're both pretty good at painting walls. Um, she's more sporadic. I'm more detail-oriented. Um, so just pulling the strengths of each one. Yeah. We used to, like, 
I guess I guess we sort of felt bad if we both weren't doing everything when we first started. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like there were just so many arguments. And then we got to the point where we were like, realistically, like this isn't worth our marriage because ultimately like what we want, I think at the end of the day for everyone to see when they look at our work is that it's us and that like there's love communicated through the piece and it's not going to happen if we're both just like. And we got through a phase where we were, we didn't know how to work together. Yeah. So we figured out the best way to do it for us is that we take a lead on the project. Mm-hmm. So we're both together, but one takes more of a lead and more passion point. And then from there we sort of pretty much, because we're both very driven, very opinionated mm-hmm. and in a good way. And, uh, so yeah, we yeah. just have to learn who who takes the lead in the moment. Yeah, for and which the, is like the metaphor for the marriage too, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's a work relationship that is also this other relationship, and I'm sure yeah. that they really ebb and flow. And and you know, it sounds like you. I mean, it, it's an ev- evolutionary process, mm-hmm. right? Where you yeah. get hopefully like better with yeah. time, both as artists and then as communicators within the relationship. And yeah, yeah, that's tough though. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. For the gallery, was it like piece by piece that one of you took the lead on, or was it no, or like group of pieces? Well, so we came up with the ideas together. Jeremy has Jeremy has been doing a lot of like of these drawings, so he's had like a ton, like books and books full. So we sort of sorted through the books and saw like what we wanted to recreate, um, yeah, in and a larger that, format. Was that the wall? I know there was like. So that was actually Farah's idea. Okay. Yeah, that looked really dope. And then I I made it, but it was based on her idea. So um, that wall that you're referencing is the first one on the white section, right? Yeah. Um, That one is, you want to explain it? Which one? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So Jeremy was, Jeremy turned 30 last September. Yeah, last September. Mm -hmm. Um, And... It just felt like a new season for him and, like, for us. And so we were talking about, Jeremy was just like, oh, I want to make, you know, more artwork every day. And I was like, why don't you just make a piece a day with the same elements and, like, not really giving too much thought about it. And let's just see what we create. So we cut down the papers and then um, we put them all together, like, to form a calendar. So every day was, like, a new piece. But and an, it important, was, an important note is that th- September has 30 days. So oh, it's yeah, very yeah. symbolic. Mm. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm turning 30, it's 30 days. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. And it was cool to see, like, how each day sort of went. Because some of the days had, like, a lot more cinder blocks. And some of them had, like, a whole bunch of basketballs. Yeah, because the idea was trying to use... We don't... Our, the rest of our work isn't necessarily like that, but... In this one, it was very much trying to use the associated meanings to the different objects and try to express feeling through them mm-hmm. and how the day went. So w- if you look at the piece like that, you can start figuring it, kind of putting two and two to get together as you see them. That's beautiful. I also see the role of the educator in that moment because it's like a prompt. <laughs> you yeah, know? right. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I give like, students okay. prompts all the time, right? <laughs> and that's that's a really great prompt. Right. So that guide is also effective for an artist, too. Right. To be able mm-hmm. to, I mean, and so that's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. the balance and part of the, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 you know, the, the intersection of that, of that relationship, too. Um, so this show is up. Of course, people should go see it. It's a really beautiful show at Young Chicago Authors. What, what are you guys working on? The show is up. It's dope. Mm-hmm. What, what are you guys working? What's next? 
don't know. Well, right now we have a ongoing thing with Chicago Design Museum. They've they have this artist series, and we're really proud to be part of it. Um, it's just a way of giving back to them. They've been like really influential for both of us, and for me in school, I was able to freelance, not freelance. Uh, how do you call it? Volunteer. Volunteer, volunteer a, a time or two, and then just meet creatives at their events. And then through her, I mean, for her, uh, the school, they, they did a thing with, uh, what is it called? John Massey? John Massey. He's like a gr- graphic designer from the city. Yeah. What, what's the series the, the, at the Chicago Design Museum? It's a artist series uh, on their, it's like a threadless shop. So they're like having different artists. I don't know if it's every it's month like, or. Or like every two weeks. I forget. I don't know. But it's just really cool to be part of that. And give back to them. They basically like put your artwork on some like merch, right? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then I don't feel like we have. That was a lot of work to put the show together. So I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there's a ton of work in the space too. You yeah, know, not only yeah. what you did to the space, but there's also fifty. There's fifty plus paper pieces. There wow. was four installations, and then there was a mural. I feel like that's the most work that's been in there. Easy. Yeah, yeah. and we had screen prints. So like there was forty screen prints. Weird. Available and then the sticker packs as well. Yeah. Which yeah, the sticker yeah. packs that you can make your make own. your own mural. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. Right? Did you make those by hand or you? Yeah, had we, them? we screen printed each and then we like cut them out. Wow. Of wow. the sticker. So just the labor involved is just yeah. hours and hours and hours and hours. And like yeah, you can see there's love in it. Yeah. For that, a lot of care. that alone, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I feel like we don't have anything super huge. Um, also, though. We did make the decision that it's like when we want to sort of like sit down and sort of have some space just because we don't want to be known for being like the artists that have basketballs in their work. And I think that a lot of people have been drawn to that, but we don't feel like that's like is something that's going to represent us our whole life. Well, the the thing is like you have to say, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is like, a lot of the line work is blue and then the basketball is bright orange and it's a circle and humans are drawn to a circle, mm-hmm. especially if it's orange. Um, so I think it catches most attention naturally is by those facts. But uh, I mean, those are the colors I associate with the two of you, right? That mm-hmm. that like royal, like dark uh-huh. blue, I guess. Yeah. And then that We've orange. like been into it lately. I think yeah. it's because, well, what happened, I want to say like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the colors we saw in America were just like these pastels. Mm -hmm. And then when we went to Europe, we saw that there was just so many bright colors, but it wasn't obnoxious. It was done in a very like strategic way in terms of like design or even like in different like shops, the way that they used materials. And we were so like, why don't we ever do that? Like, why does no one do that in America? Like if you use a, a bold color it's seen as like obnoxious so we started playing with color and that's also like when i started teaching and like that's all my kids want to do is like these like crazy colors and so i feel like it influenced our work a lot nice well look i I know that it's not easy to keep both the day job and and the other job of of making Mm -hmm. but you guys really are great at making so you know i know that you're passionate about i'm, I'm an educator as well mm-hmm. but i think that practice of making is always like mm-hmm. my, my mentor told me to always put the making first 
because mm-hmm. that's what kind of opens the doors to everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, you know, I, I really am a fan and we're, we're fans of what you all do and just really want to see you continue to do it. So please, please continue. Where, where can people be in tune with what you're doing in the world uh, on the internets? Mainly on Instagram. Yeah, that's like, it's like our, I'd say like we post some of our personal things on there um, just because like. Well, you get a, a full sense of. Yeah. Of who we are. We don't want to be just like artists. We want to be people. Um, I mean, we have a website, but it's, there's not a lot. There's we'll put up some stuff on the shop eventually, but there's not really more than just like a landing page right now. Yeah. Um, the IG is Jeremy, Jeremy and Farah. Great. Um, well, thank you both for being thank with us you. in the corner store and and for you know making such great and and beautiful work in the world and and particularly. Uh, for the show at YCA and and thanks for being here tonight. Thank you. Yo, we want to thank DJ Exist for the beat. Langston Olsen for the art. Big ups, Todd Manley at WGN Radio. And Max and Dami, the corner store interns. Salutes to our super producer, DJ Cash Era. You can keep in tune with The Corner Store at cornerstore underscore pod on Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud. Also, you can stream and download The Corner Store wherever you listen to podcasts. And please rate and subscribe and comment on iTunes. Please, y'all, consider giving us those five stars. Thank you for listening. We're going to see you next week. The Corner Store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits. <laughs>